0: What is going on, friends? It's been an interesting morning already today. If you're following my Twitter feed, anyway, I've been tweeting out a lot of interesting uh, broadcasts. What's going on, people? Hi from Georgia, New Jersey. G'day, mates. All our friends around the world. Uh glad you are going to have a few minutes to spend with me while I tell you about that time that I met God the Father. <laughs> One of my favorite stories to tell. It is, it is awesome. You know, I, I, I've written these, these two books called My Craziest Adventures with God, Volume 1 and Volume 2 because I have a lot of crazy adventures with God. In case you didn't know that. Uh, and I was, um, Lionel, Lionel Media is in my Twitter feed. He's one of the people that I, I follow, and he's, his stuff has always shown up in my Twitter feed. So he asked a question on Twitter like yesterday Who is the most famous person that you've ever met in person? So people are putting in all these, all these answers and stuff. And I was like, I, I, I saw it, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna answer that. <laughs> And then I thought, no, wait a minute, you know what? I think I should answer that. So I answered his question. I said, God the Father is the most famous person I've ever met. And he's the most loving, kind, and cool person you could ever imagine. So let me tell you about that. And, you know, people are responding like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, amen. And one person that follows me on Twitter is like, wait a minute, you met God like well yeah I actually did um, I, I have I've had a lot of interesting spirits I've met Jesus uh, a few times um, I had a very strange experience years ago where he showed up in my bedroom at night through like a rift in the spiritual world I didn't see him I heard him speaking I didn't see him it was just crazy and I heard music in the background Kim Clement was singing in the background, and Jesus was speaking, and it was just, it was very strange. Uh, he was telling me about some events that are going to come in the future. I've, I've talked with God a couple of times, the Father a couple of times, and I want to tell you about this one experience that I had. Um, well, you know what? Let me tell you about this, this, this other experience first. So you'll, you'll get a couple of extra bonus uh, stories here. Oh gosh, a couple of years ago... Um, I had been reading some, infer- some things written by C.S. Lewis, and I found one of the only audio recordings of C.S. Lewis that, is in, that has been preserved. He didn't do a lot of speeches that were recorded for whatever reason. And even though I haven't read much of C.S. Lewis's fiction, his nonfiction has greatly inspired me. And I spent the entire day Like just thinking about C.S. Lewis and listening to this rare audio uh, of him speaking, and I turned it into a video and I uploaded it to my YouTube channel. I went to sleep that night and I had a dream, and in the dream, I met C.S. Lewis. And what I can tell you about that experience was I didn't see him like you would see a person normally. Um, we talked spirit to spirit. he was teaching me. He was teaching me about writing. He was teaching me about how important it is to choose your words correctly, to be very accurate, very succinct, and very deliberate in your choice of words when you 're writing and he was He was t- giving me experiences from his own life about mistakes that he had made as a as a writer and things that he would have done differently. And he was just, he was just teaching me about the craft of writing. Right? So I got, I got instruction from C.S. Lewis in a dream about writing. <laughs> just, I woke up from the dream and I was like, wow, what in the world was, is that all about? But, you know, look, we, we, live, we are spiritual beings primarily. We are spirits. We live inside a physical body. And our spirit exists in the spiritual world. All the time, and a lot of the dreams that we have, and visions, and experiences like that, it is our spirit interacting with other beings in the spiritual world. Uh, I I often travel into the heavens when I when my physical body is sleeping. My spirit goes, and it I go to other people's houses and I pray over them for healing, and I go into the heavens and I meet with people, and I sometimes I meet God the Father. So let me tell you this story. I had a dream one night where uh, I was in heaven. I was there, and I met some other people who were there, and I was, initially I was an observer, which is how a lot of my dreams happen. I'm, I'm kind of like fly on the wall, observer watching things happen, and just listening and observing things. So I see these two guys, and one of them I know. He's, he's a friend of mine, his name is Pete. He was a former drug addict. Um, he became a Christian Um, so in in this dream I saw him as he lived outside of the outside of the kingdom of God in his life before he knew God he was dishonest he was uh, drug addicted he was his life was a wreck right I watched him go into God's kingdom he there was like a wall that I observed in the dream and he went into the kingdom of God and he met God the Father and God the Father spoke to him and told him how much he loved him and how awesome he thought he was and he came out of that experience with God the Father and he had a little chair in an opening in the wall and he sat in that chair and he invited people to come into the kingdom to meet God the Father. Uh, that's, that's what he did, right, in the dream. So then I saw a second guy. And the second guy was very, very wealthy. I didn't know who he was, but I knew he had a lot of wealth. And he was very concerned about losing his wealth. He hoarded wealth. He was anxious. He was nervous. He was always worried about not having enough or being, having his wealth taken from him, right? That's how he lived in the world. I saw him go into the kingdom of heaven. He met God the Father. Well he was walking around heaven and he realized, this is crazy, like nobody has any any lack of anything. Like there's money everywhere, there's abundance everywhere, there's no lack. Everyone has enough. No one is greedy or trying to steal money from anyone else. Hey Pepper, thanks for sharing it out. So. This guy then met God the Father, and and God the Father explained to him the nature of his kingdom, which was basically his kingdom has no lack of anything. God's kingdom is a kingdom of abundance, abundance of everything, right? This guy came out of that experience with God the Father, and he became a very generous man. He just gave his money away. He gave his money away freely. And he did that because he had a different understanding of the reality of God's kingdom and God's heart. And that is, there is no lack. You don't have to worry or be afraid that God's not going to provide for you. He will. His, his, his kingdom is abundant. And this man began to give out of the abundance that he had, out of a realization in his mind that God's kingdom and God's heart is one of abundance. Right. So that was my turn. I go into the kingdom, and I meet God the Father. Now, in the world, I was a person who the one thing I had always wanted was acceptance by others. In fact, the the virtual mental construct I have lived with most of my life, until I met Denise, I lived with the lie that no one will ever understand me. And when you live your entire life, believing no one will ever understand you. Uh, That is a very frustrating thing. Eventually you give up and you stop trying to be understood. So in this dream, in the world what I wanted was acceptance understanding. That's what I wanted. And I, I did a lot of the things that I did, the jokes and the sarcasm and the things that I the everyday things, to be accepted, right? So I, was, I, I behaved a certain way because I wanted others to perceive me a certain way. I wanted to be accepted. I met God the Father, and I realized He knew everything about me. All my weaknesses, all my flaws, my faults, all the stupid things that I did, all my wrong attitudes, wrong behaviors. He knew everything about me. And he thought I was the bee's knees. He laughed at all my stupid jokes. He, he treated me like a friend. He, I could tell he loved me. I could tell he was incredibly proud of me. I could tell he accepted me completely. Almost as if he didn't even know about my faults and my weaknesses. He accepted me completely. I was the apple of his eye. God the Father. The God who created the universe. He, he just thought I was like the most awesome person in the world. And I came out of that experience <clears throat> in the dream. And I no longer lived for the acceptance of others. I lived knowing that the God who created the universe thought I was okay and once the God of the universe thinks you're okay, does it really matter what trolls on Twitter think of you? Does it matter what people who read your blogs or your, your brother-in-law who hates you or your father who who ignores you? Does it matter what those people think of you if the God of the universe thinks you are the bee's knees? Well, I'm here to tell you, the God of the universe, the God who created everything, uh, he thinks you are the most awesome Person, most his cherished creation his cherished child that is how he sees you and me and your brother and your sister and your mom he has created all of us in his own image and he loves all of us incredibly for different reasons in different ways but he loves cherishes and adores every one of you and I would simply encourage you to regularly think on the fact that God absolutely loves you and thinks you're amazing. It, it will change your mind. It'll change your life. It'll change the way you perceive yourself. It'll change the way you're, you perceive others. and It'll change the way you interact with others. Um, <clears throat> and look, I, I, I learned a long time ago, uh, partially from teaching from good men, but also partially from experience, that it is a waste of time to try to please people who cannot be pleased no matter what you do for them. People pleasing is uh, is a trap. It is also a waste of time to (laughs) try to convince people about your uh, what you're all about when those people are determined to misunderstand you. There are a lot of people in the world who have no interest in understanding you and they don't want to understand me. They take a look at one or two things that we say or do and they make a judgment about us and they have no intention and no desire to understand us. And it is a very freeing thing when you stop trying to be understood by people and realize that the God of the heavens accepts you just the way you are. God of the heavens accepts you the way you are. It doesn't really matter what everybody else thinks that will bring you freedom and that is my story for today all right uh... hey just wanted to put this out there real quick um, i'm getting some emails and private messages from people about q and the team being in some kind of like a spiritual battle i i i, I can't say specifically what is going on other than to say if you're a q follower even if you're not I think we need to keep Q and the team in extra prayer. I think they may be in danger. I think there may be specific attacks on the team right now. Uh, so if you would keep them in prayer, I would really appreciate that. And keep the president in prayer every day until he gets back, and even after he gets back. Keep him in prayer. And keep the Secret Service in prayer. We want plans of the enemy exposed. We want you know, angels to surround the president and the team to keep them safe while he's overseas. Okay, that's it. I gotta go. Love you all. Take care. Catch you on the next broadcast.